Hey everybody, how's it going? Um, welcome to our podcast, Flip It and Reverse It. My name is Jasmine and I am joined here today with... Lemongrass Penny Whistle. And this is a show where we force our interests upon one another every three months. <laughs> it's, listen, we're sporadic, we're random, you're never going to get consistency here. But we are consistently hilarious when we do show up. Yes. Even... Someone didn't bring their podcast voice today. Oh, I'm so sorry. Am I not peppy enough for you? You gotta be louder. I'm sorry. It's late night time. No, it's not. It's five o'clock somewhere. <laughs> okay. Well, who's that? Who's that? Is Jimmy Buffett? I don't know. No, it's definitely not Jimmy Buffett. Who's Jimmy five Buffett? O- you don't know who Jimmy Buffett is? You know who Jimmy Buffett is. Of course I do. Cheeseburger in Paradise. What's wrong with you? You don't know the song? Cheeseburger in Paradise. We're way off the rails here. Okay, Cheeseburger in Paradise. Also, um, the Margaritaville. You know Margaritaville, right? We're supposed to be introducing the episode. Okay, but no, this is important. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Do you not know Margaritaville? Okay, so today's episode <laughs> is about WandaVision. WandaVision. And, uh, yeah, we realized this is coming out months after that WandaVision came out. And you know what? Frankly, I, I don't have an explanation for you. Get into it. Get over it. Get about it inside. Do all of, of the prepositions to it above, around, inside. Uh, we will be with you in a second to chat. Oh, hi there, y'all. Welcome to Flip It and Reverse It today. Um, we are people with thoughts and feelings about stuff. And uh, today I've got my lovely co-host, of course, here today, the Lemongrass a Penny Whistle. Lemongrass, how are you today? I am fantastic. Feeling lemony fresh. Oh, that's much better than orange fresh, in my opinion. Um, and then we also have with us dancer extraordinaire, and also she is godmother of cat. And also, she is blonde, and also, she is a nanny and executive now, uh, <laughs> expert about all things uh, Disney+, Plus because she's got one. Carissa Lund's with us here today. Thank you. Thank you for such a kind intro. <laughs> the best one you've ever gotten. A person who owns <laughs> Disney+. Plus. It really is. I mean, technically, I don't own it. <laughs> I, a person um, who steals Disney+. Plus. <laughs> person who has great friends who let her use Disney+. Plus. This is true. And she is a great friend, so of course she's got great friends. Um, this is oh. Carissa. Oh, I thank you. I know. I'm so sweet when I introduce people. Um, <laughs> takes takes credit for being sweet. Completely <laughs> it, it eradicates the fact that what she was sweet. It's fine. Um, <laughs> you hubris. Are. But um, we are here to talk about WandaVision today. Mm-hmm. It's very, very important. Um, for those of you who maybe do not know, WandaVision is the first Disney Plus uh, series of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, um, just equally as cinematic, even though it's a TV show. And it, is, it focuses on Wanda and Vision and their story. Now, before we get too deep, um, Carissa, is there anything that you would like to just say about yourself to introduce yourself to the podcast and let people kind of know? where you're coming from, what you're into. What's your deal, yo? 100%. Well, first things first, I think I know very little about Marvel. I was thinking about this after, like, last night's episode. 
that like I don't even really remember the first movie Wanda's in like I recall it vaguely so I was like oh shoot like I very much a Marvel acquaintance a noob we call you a noob. noob I think that's fair I just remember <laughs> one time a guy getting drunk and trying to talk through the entire Marvel universe and I oh, think God. I left I was like I'm so sorry we got to something about a duck and I was like oh it's bedtime for all of us we all have to leave right now (laughs) i was like good night curtain down living grass i hope that wasn't you it wasn't me no it was not me i would have been out the window from your apartment (laughs) no definitely uh have recently gotten into it and very excited about wandavision i feel like i'm here to represent all of the people who maybe don't know what's happening and are very into the series and yeah i'm here to i'm a wanda fan and a vision and vision is hot and so like those are my two thoughts (laughs) thesis done (laughs) boom that's it well we have a one uh, we have a marvel noob here i would consider myself um a not an enthusiast but definitely someone who has seen all the films and lives with uh, another man who's not lemongrass but sounds similar and he's really into Marvel. So yeah. I, I do know a little bit more, perhaps, than our dear friend Carissa. Lemongrass, where would you put yourself on the scale of fandom? Um, I would say maybe a 6 out of 10. I mean, I'm definitely not a hardcore Marvel fan because I've never even read a Marvel comic before. So, Ooh, yeah. So Ooh. I haven't, you know, I didn't really, I wouldn't call myself a hardcore fan, but I have seen all of the movies and the Netflix shows. So that's where we stand right now. And the first three episodes of WandaVision. Yeah, you have. You definitely. God, I hope so because that's what we're about to talk about. <laughs> some some spoilers then. Yeah, exactly. Just as a clear, obviously, all of our episodes are full of spoilers. If you're not here for spoilers, then get the heck out, okay? Or Uh-oh. just I don't know. Fast forward to the sponsored segments. That'll be fun. For you. <laughs> or just watch the stuff and then come back and listen to this. Best yeah. way. Best because way the ever. episodes are only twenty minutes long. You got. But they're they're getting longer. That's the thing. That's why it's so genius. Were they much longer this week? What was it, 25 minutes? But they're going to keep getting longer. It's a theory. Okay. Well, let's get right into these theories then. Um, We'll just kind of go around the horn here. Uh, I'll let Carissa start here because um, we don't want to give anything away or affect your feelings or make you feel pressured to say anything a certain way. How, what are your first impressions of this? Yay, nay, do you like it? Are you excited? Like, kind of just give us your overall first impression of WandaVision. Okay. Well, as I said, huge fan. I'm going to go to bat for the idea of WandaVision. I know there's been some talk about, like, how true to the comics it is. Obviously, I'm not somebody who can speak to that. But as, like, a pure, like, new fan, I thoroughly enjoy the concept. I enjoy the breakdown and the hearkening back to like TV that I love with the I Love Lucy segments going into this new kind of like 70s, 80s feeling show. Mm -hmm. So I'm very excited to see where it's going. I know bits and pieces of the Marvel Universe. So I know like when the Hydra is the sponsor of a commercial, I'm like, that probably means something. (laughs) (laughs) I "Mm." recognize this name. Yeah. Or 
obviously the big one in the first episode with being like a stark commercial i was like oh hmm, <laughs> i think there's a character that has that name but yeah so definitely yeah i think very through and through uh are we getting into theories now or are we gonna save that like i'm just gonna say i think it's exceptional television i think it's really bold and new and i think like even if it's not exactly what the fan base was hoping for i think marvel's stumbling into something very forward thinking and interesting so i'm very a huge fan awesome heck yeah lemongrass uh let's just yeah let's save theories for our second half of the episode um lemongrass your first impressions of the episode of the episode you're making me go second? I wanted to go yeah, last. Yeah, of course I am. You don't get to go last. It's my podcast and you're the guest host, Lemongrass. I get a new guest host every week. Do you not know? I am. LG. Okay. Um, Put these guest hosts in their place. <laughs> my <laughs> only concern about WandaVision is that I am upset with the episode length. I'm not a big fan of these really, really short episodes. They're definitely bumming me out. I am not so much against the direction of the episode of the, of the show itself or how they're paying homage to these 60s and 70s uh, sitcoms. I think that's pretty, it's a pretty decent idea because you don't want to have the MCU just being so repetitive that you know what it's going to be like every time you turn on a Marvel project. So I like the idea that they're taking it in a different direction. I just wish that, you know, after hyping up this show for a year and a half that they could have brought us more than 22 minute episodes. It feels kind of like a letdown, honestly. Definitely. Definitely. Mm. I hear Fair you there. I, I agree with lemongrass. I was pretty disappointed to learn that they were going to be 20 minute episodes instead of like a solid 45, you know, because we're only going to get, what is it? Eight episodes, nine, nine episodes. So nine times 20 is a number and it's not <laughs> as much as I want it to be it's 180 minutes which is a conversion to hours. three hours three hours so three, it'd be hours three is... episodes of daredevil basically basically just one really yeah. egregiously long movie right mind you two of those hours is the final credits for sure <laughs> yes <laughs> an additional hour of credits so it's um Bonus. I'm also bummed out about the time just because i if it's going to be short episodes i want there to be a lot of them like Mm. and that's the whole the whole point of having this shows was that oh you're going to finally give these characters and you know carissa you mentioned i don't really know much about scarlet witch it's because as lemongrass here found out recently scarlet witch up until this point has had 22 minutes of airtime. <gasps> no way yeah. yes 22 minutes across Elizabeth olsen is so strong her performance is mm-hmm. chef's kiss yes. so really disappointing because it's like these these people who these characters that kind of got pushed aside you know hawkeye and scarlet witch and all these kind of uh mm-hmm. side characters quote quote war machine and everybody else like it was like oh they're gonna finally get their moment and they're gonna even get a bigger moment than the the movie stars because they're gonna get a full series and then now it's like oh. no they're basically just getting the same amount of production as a movie and I, I, I am disappointed as about the length as well. I will agree with Lemongrass on that. Um, I, I dig the different... Um, I'm glad that we didn't stay in any era for too long. Because while I thought the first two episodes were really cute and quaint, a third episode of that same style of acting and that same style of humor, I would have probably just been rolling my eyes a bit. Um, mm-hmm. I like that they're changing it up and they're kind of meshing the contemporary with the uh, old and 
kind of keeping you on your toes. Um, and I think that it's just really fun to see all these actors getting a chance to explore this style of comedy when they've been given such droll parts up to this point in the MCU. Yeah. yeah. So that's, no. that's my opinion. Um, I dig it. Wish the episodes were longer. Um, and wish we got just a couple more nuggets of like plot, but we're getting there. We're getting there. I'm just too greedy. It's just like, all right, we only get five more episodes and we're just now starting to get the real plot of the thing. You know, it's just bad. So yeah, all those two extra minutes every episode, it's going to add up. <laughs> I'm here for it, guys. I'm going to stand it. I was like, I get it. I totally feel you. Because episodes used to be really short back in the day. So once they move forward in time some more, we'll get actual normal length episodes. Yeah, they were right. shorter back in the day because they gave you 40 of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyways, uh, let's let's move on to, should we take a small break before we move on to kind of digesting and theories and getting in more in depth? Or should we just go right into it? What do you think, Lemongrass? Go into it. All right, let's get right into yeah. it. Oh. Um, what what is your favorite weird theory that you've seen or what is your weird theory slash what is the in your favorite moment of this series that was kind of odd and off-putting i suppose would be the way i'd want to pose that question to who to carissa okay to me <laughs> yeah i won I did a oh my terrible gosh. job of hosting just call i love it um little debbie because i'm not a hostess um oh my god <laughs> <laughs> thank you oh i was like oh my goodness well my okay i think my theory is going to be pretty basic as i don't fully know the ties to marvel and i know that there's like probably all sorts of things i'm missing but the two obvious things as i've mentioned before have been like in the commercials mm-hmm. so big picture i personally i'm starting to think that wanda had so i'm placing this with the context that um oh god Endgame has happened that was the final yeah. uh avengers correct yes so i'm placing that we are post Endgame world we're not somewhere else in the timeline timeline that- but um that you know, Wanda had the break from reality due to what happened to Vision in um, the cinematic universe. And that I feel like, maybe this is crazy, I feel like Hydra's involved. Like, I feel like Wanda was captured and she's in this, like, wild and out experiment kind of thing. And so you have people like, for me, okay, let's get to it. Geraldine and her eyeshadow this episode <laughs> ran away with the quality. I was so into her performance. I was very interested in like this episode in particular. They took a lot of liberties with the breaks from, you know, their uh, true and through TV yeah. show to when it was breaking to the Marvel world. I feel like we saw that creep in a lot more this episode. Oh, yeah. So I feel like you have people like Geraldine who are maybe entering this world to try to break Wanda out of where she's at. Mm-hmm. So I feel like she might be like a Stark agent. I also, I don't know why, but like something was mentioned about a nurse. And I was like, I don't, I feel like she's going to enter the world as some superhero. So 
Hydra experiment, Wanda's stuck in it, and Geraldine's trying to get her out. That's my probably very basic theory. No, I think you hit a lot of stuff that is probably right in my understandings of what theories we've read. Um, oh. We don't we don't want to spoil too much, but... Um, I mean, I'll spoil it all. It just depends on if you want me to or not. You want to get spoiled? You want to get some rotten apples up in this barrel? Oh my gosh. That's like minimal. Maybe like two or three. I would say don't expose Geraldine, but it's fine for us to expose like what might be going on slash oh my gosh. what might is geraldine gonna take off a mask and she's captain america she's good. she's that... actually she's a wolf i'm sorry she's not even human, um, <laughs> <laughs> human. <laughs> oh my gosh um, i knew it but i think we, it's the eyeshadow you know, it's obvious that she's a main character or she's going to be a main character she's going to be important she's going to be an important player in the marvel cinematic universe because clearly mm-hmm. she is at least somehow connected to the real world, right? Um, yes. So, Denzel, do you want to kind of just go in or should I go next? Since you actually know all the things. <laughs> Who's Denzel? Oh, don't know him. Never met him. Sorry, Lemongrass. You just sound a lot like this jerk that I know named Denzel. Real <laughs> butthole. Um, Lemongrass Penny Whistle, would you like to go next? <laughs> Uh, I think you should. All right. All right. So what? Okay. Before I even get into this, the girl who plays, um, what? I don't remember. What, she didn't have a name in this episode, but the first episode, two episodes, she was like, um, she's like the funny looking girl that was like the best friend, the neighbor. Agnes. The neighbor. Mm-hmm. Agnes. Agnes. Yes. Am I wrong, Chris? Or is that the same girl that's in Parks and Rec? Ah, oh, yes. Is. She's definitely... Yeah, she's like one of those, um, oh gosh, I feel awful. I'm spacing on her name. But she comes up a lot in these like kind of comedic kitsch roles. I'm really excited for her to be in the show. I love that she's part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Like, such, I just, I love it when comedy actors get introduced into these big action things because they just, they're so smart and they're such good actors. And I'm really excited to see how her role continues to develop um, because something's funky about her. I don't know if she's like, because she's always there. She's always keeping an eye on her. And then, like, is she maybe, like, a bad guy? Um, is she maybe, like, some sort of manifestation in Wanda's brain of, like, evil or, like, of the... I don't know. Um, but what did happen in this episode that was very clear is that we actually saw Wanda use her actual real powers, right? The mm-hmm. red circle. She sent Geraldine through a damn time rip. Okay, we, we call these portals, I guess, which means that she can make a portal from one reality to another. Essentially, like she sent her from her mind or her reality that she's created into back into present day real world. Yeah. Which was just so cool because I'm like, oh, God, because when you see her get mad, it's so interesting. The moments like the weird moment when she like when she just snaps and she flips and changed what vision was saying like she's like i'm manufacturing this i can change any and everything that's happening and Mm -hmm. i do not want to leave this place because this is i feel like her escaping from the reality that vision has died and creating her own reality where they are just a happy couple and they're able to have their children and they're able to do all these things and it's not just her sitting in her head she's literally physically created another like off of the timeline like she's created a 
forgive me to say it and spoil too much, she's created a multiverse, essentially. (laughs) (laughs) Multiverse! But so she's, she's in, I don't think she understands the ramifications of this because what she is doing is purely being done from emotional state. And I don't even think she knew that she had the capabilities of her powers to do these things. She's just scared and she doesn't want things to go back to the way that they were. And she will do anything, including possibly, I don't know, destroy the earth to keep things the way they are in her reality. And I think people are trying to stop her because it's tearing apart time and space and reality and all that science stuff. Oh. That's my theory. What do you think about that theory, Carissa? I really like that theory. Actually, the whole reason I was excited for WandaVision, I think it was Jasmine, you talked to me about it. Yeah. About how this was going to open up so many doors for Marvel and what they wanted to do and having new timelines and having all sorts of things and coming from like pop cultural knowledge. I know Chris Evans is in talk of coming back in some Captain America mm-hmm. offshoot. So I feel like, you know, that could track that maybe this is how they're able to justify whatever they want to do as they go forward as a company. I mean, you think about Marvel, the Spider-Verse, right? Into the Spider-Verse. I mean, when you have those kinds of capabilities, it opens up a lot of options. We can bring characters back from the dead because they're from a different universe. We can introduce a character that wouldn't couldn't possibly exist on this earth we can introduce new types of heroes we can introduce new types of villains we can introduce new types of mutations whatever have you um so i think yeah it definitely she is the key to a lot and how exactly it's going to all unfold and whether it'll be a good thing or a bad thing if she's going to cause good or harm i'm unclear Mm -hmm. on all of that but um, what do you think, Denzel? Or God, I don't know why I keep calling you that. B- LGWPW. What do you think of famous? Um, I well, I feel like I know quite a bit more than uh the most people do because I'm one of those people who listen to spoiler videos and things like that. So I'm like, how much? How much should I tell? That's that's the real question. Um, I mean, like like Carissa here said, give it about a a one half spoily. Okay, um, so prevailing theory is that um, Agnes might actually be someone by the name of, um, in the comics, the character's name is referred to as Agatha Harkness. And Agatha Harkness is supposed to be a really powerful sorceress. Oh. And, uh, the, and she's also someone who is a known villain for Scarlet Witch in the comics. And so it's prevailing theory that she might actually be the one who trapped Wanda into this, um, this like alternate reality. And she was hinting in that episode that, you know, um, Geraldine wasn't supposed to be there. Cause as you said, she was somebody who was trying to get in there and help Wanda, like get out of that reality. And Agnes also known as Agatha Harkness is the person trying to keep Wanda in the reality and that's why they were trying to make Vision suspicious of her. Huh. I I mean, you probably have a better hold on the theory than me, but, like, I don't feel like somebody put her into this space. I feel like she put herself into this space. But maybe that's just me. But all will be revealed, Lord, um, at some point, mm. eventually, of course. Um. And Lemongrass, I would also like to ask you, like, 
do you have what was your favorite like moment were there any weird easter eggs that you caught on to that maybe the normal eye wouldn't have seen well i think a lot of people noticed the commercials like you were saying carissa Mm -hmm. Uh, i think the thing that the the reason why they're all connected that probably would you know it makes sense once you hear it out loud but i think the reason that the commercials all connected because they are all uh things that have triggered wanda um in one way or another like uh, when you first meet her, she talks about how her and her brother um, basically had to watch these like Stark missiles like destroy their home. And so that's why you see the name Stark kind of come across in the first episode. And then um, Hydra is the, uh, you know, just people, group of people who captured her and her brother and forced them into like confinement. And then in the second episode, the episode or the commercial was called Strucker or something and Strucker was the scientist that experimented on them and gave them their powers in the first place. So I think all the commercials are things that have triggered Wanda and they're just like bad like memories and she turned them into happy commercials. Psychology. Yes. Oh my god. My brain keeps being like (laughs) explosion after explosion but you know what we all could be wrong and um she could have time traveled and they were actually in the 50s and the 60s you know i wouldn't be bad at that either right um also before we move on i just want to give carissa a moment here because she promised me she would say this on the podcast um oh. carissa, i believe you have some news to share with um lemongrass here and everyone else um that i'm in love with paul bettany <laughs> Is that That's my news? news. <laughs> you have a new lover. It is my news. Oh, oh, yes. Okay. If you are not watching, if you're not looking at Easter eggs like myself, <laughs> take the opportunity instead to look for times where the camera perfectly highlights how fantastic Paul Bettany's arms look right now. <laughs> the man is fit. He is gorgeous. And this 70s look is everything I've ever wanted in a person. And I don't mean to gush too much, but oh my god, there's like one clip in the like opening title sequence of this most recent episode where you just see perfect bicep and you're like, what? <laughs> How do I get all of this? A perfect bet Apparently, you have to come back next Friday. That's how you get more. Yeah, no, who knows? Next Friday, it'll be like, well, I was wrong. <laughs> Chris is just sitting here hoping that he gets exploited like every other man in the Star Marvel Cinematic Universe. Like, take your shirt off, Paul. I, I know. You know, they didn't do that in the 70s. So maybe, you know, maybe Agnes is on my beat. So she'll just kind of let it happen or something. <laughs> we'll move into like a very like weird 80s TV show where everybody is trying to experiment with like nudity. Exactly. Perfect. Well, I'd have to assume that once they get to the 90s, that that episode will probably be more like Full House, because yeah. I'd have to imagine that they'd go down that route, given the fact that, you know, her sisters were involved in the show. Oh my god, I didn't oh even think of that. Do, do you think they can get Bob Saget? That's my question. <laughs> Is he available? Uh, uh, no, but they might get Benedict Cumberbatch. That might be he, Do you think he's going to make an appearance in WandaVision? He might that one because you know oh. Marvel's really tight-lipped about spoilers themselves, but they did give a decent amount of information about this show before the show came out, 
And so as far as I'm concerned, if they put it out there, they're not spoilers as far as I'm concerned. And they said that WandaVision was directly tied to the events of Doctor Strange 2 and that Wanda herself would be in Doctor Strange 2. So it might not be that weird to see uh, Doctor Strange appear in WandaVision. Oh my god. He's the beekeeper. <laughs> <laughs> Tying it together oh again. Because he's got the honey. That makes so much sense now. Oh, <laughs> Benedict Bumblebee, Bumblebee Cumberbutt? Yes. Yes, we love got it. it. Um, <laughs> anyways, I also wanted to pose another question. Do you think that these children are actually real and manifested or that and they will actually be part of the universe or do you think that they will be dissolved with the reality as well as vision do you think that this will actually bring them back into the universe or that these characters that aren't from the real world that's maybe been created or uh whatever in this universe do you think they'll be around when we move back into the real world at some point Hmm. you know this probably is a great show of my maternal instinct that I was like, I forgot about <laughs> You forgot she was pregnant. That was a whole um, bit. The whole episode is that she was pregnant and gave birth. I really didn't think there would be kids at the end of it. Low-key, honestly. It'd just we be like a computer it. and a toaster. I was like, <laughs> when he said Braxton Hicks um, syndrome or whatnot, my brain literally went to fake pregnancy, <laughs> but that means fake labor <laughs> my brain is wrong <laughs> yeah that's a great question jasmine or no you BJ, can call me my real name depending on how you're okay doing. oh okay but um no i think uh my follow-up to that would be then is it's just how much of this world is like actualized mm-hmm. or realized and how much of it is like um like yeah, a, a dream landscape i guess yeah, because, like, I think very much I would believe that maybe, you know, you have Wanda, who's real. You have, to what it sounds like from LG's yeah. theory, uh, Agnes is a very real person and maybe potentially has some bigger part to play. And uh, obviously Geraldine. So maybe everybody else, like, you kind of see in their performances um, more opportunity for them to be manipulated mm, by yes. Wanda. So maybe the fact that they can be so manipulated and the fact that like things can be solved as easily as like the name discrepancy is a clue into the fact that they're more semi-permanent. Yeah. Like maybe they can only exist in this world and maybe they're more figments of an imagination or um, a reality of Wanda's creation versus an actual yes because there's there's a couple other characters that were repeated in this episode as well um so they're Mm -hmm. gonna keep mostly the same actors but it's like it's it's curious to me like if all of these actors are representative representative of something or if they all are actual people or like what where the line is of because i mean i feel like if she was just creating people that maybe they wouldn't all be consistent but um, it's it's interesting. It kind of mm. reminds me of like, and, you know, obviously this is all stressing her out because I don't know if she's being trapped here or she's doing it. But like, I think of like Janet from The Good Place and how like she's trying to create when she's like has Ooh. to create the whole like world in her void. And she's just like, this is too much for my brain to handle. 
Like, I think that Wanda is on the edge mm-hmm. of a snap. Um, LG. Yeah. Mm. Oh, no, no, like you could, perfect- you um, LG, what do you think about the, no, the kids and everything? Do you think these people are going to come back into the universe or not? Envision. Uh, yes. Yes, I think they will. And my reason is, it's kind of, um, you called it earlier yeah. a portal. And I don't think that that's a fair way of putting it. Because if you think about the portals that we've seen in like Doctor Strange or the last two Avengers movies, they were like, you know, you could see right behind them. So, I mean, they weren't they weren't like a distortion. It was like a it was like a physical like you walk through and then you're there Uh, versus in this show. They showed at the end of the episode that they had like gates around this like facility with lights on it. Uh, So it was like a physical space versus it being like a portal. And so if she has manifested this physical space, that makes me believe that um, everything that's inside of it is also being physically manifested gotcha, as well. Gotcha. So Vision could come back to the MCU, not actually dead? Uh. Okay, well, I'm sorry. I'm just going to come out and say it. So the, the House of M, right? Uh, they said that that's one of the comic book theories that they're going to use in this show. And in the comic book run of the House of M, uh, Scarlet Witch uh, says uh, no more mutants. And she basically destroys every single mutant in the Marvel Universe. Uh, what? So that's what she does in the comic books. So it's, they said that they were going to play off that in some way in this show. And if there are currently no mutants in the Marvel Universe, it would lead me to believe that at at some point in this show, she's going to say something along the lines of like more mutants. And then there will be mutants in the Marvel universe. And that's how they'll explain where the X-Men will eventually come from. And so I'm going to assume that she has the power to physically manifest anything uh, because the president of Marvel said at one of those like recent like comic cons that um, Wanda is actually now the strongest person in the MCU, even stronger than Captain Marvel. Hmm. Interesting. Mm. I so I think I she's think got a no lot of power. No matter what she does, though, she won't be able to bring Vision mm. back because he is part of a stone. Oh yeah, she can't no. recreate the Infinity and Stones, and that'll be heartbreaking for her. And she'll get pissed off, yeah. and then she'll make trouble for Doctor Strange. <laughs> but yes, I mean it's a decent. It, it's some I don't know if it's that she creates them or what, or we go off to a different timeline where they already have been there the whole time. But something will probably be bring mutants into this now that Marvel does have the actual rights to do X Men shit. But it's it's really all just theories. I mean, even the stuff that we've said today is just things that nerds think. Like nothing is actual. Yes. <laughs> It's just some stuff some nerds said, like us. We're nerds too. Much like Wanda's vision, we are very exact surface level. Yeah, <laughs> it was pretty surface level. I mean, that guy's like yard that he was in, obviously green screens. I mean, there was no grass behind him. <laughs> he was just chopping a brick wall. There was like a picture of like grass behind them. Yeah, and that no guy, grass. that guy was not in the first episode, yeah. right? Or I missed. I don't think so. No, he. I don't. I think he was in the second. second, I don't think he was in the very because the very first one I think pretty much just had WandaVision, 
Agnes, and then the boss and his wife with a small feature from somebody from Vision's office. Yes. Which also, that we should talk more about because that is an interesting scene in the sense that it's one of the few times Elizabeth Olsen yeah, and so like, isn't as featured. Is she creating this whole job and everything else for him to get, like, go to, too? Like, that's a lot of manual labor to be yeah. manifesting another wor- another bit of a whole thing that you're not even a, a part of, you know? Well, I think you're onto something because at the end of episode three, that doctor made it sound like, oh, I, you can't really escape a small oh. town. Almost like, you know, that doctor was saying that like, he couldn't escape because that physical space. Because there's nowhere to go because all mm. the town is all that Wanda can like manifest. There's a cutoff. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, cue the Twilight Zone music. Also, small throughout for just the huge appreciation for the use of like oh, traditional yeah. effects. Like the... I'm like that's brilliant. Like the to bring back all those things, especially when they have so much capability to be like, let's do it the old style way. Yes, I am also in agreement there. I am not a big fan of all the CGI that I see in some movies, so I'm glad that Marvel kind of keeps that yeah, to a minimum. Yeah, I love all the harking back to just practical effects are so much better. I it's like that's why I like Mandalorian. That's why I mm. like you know horror movies that use actual special effects makeup and stuff like. I don't I don't like CGI like it's too much CGI makes it like especially like okay for example Stephen King's It which probably neither of you seen because you're both terrified of um, horror movies oh you have seen the new I've one seen well the that new movie one, has so much CGI one. in it that like mm-hmm. I'm not scared it did it yeah no I wasn't yeah coming from a big baby where yeah. I'm like everything terrifies me WandaVision scared me a hot second there in episode two. Like, I had the oh, weirdest really? night of sleep after it. But, um, yeah, super weird. That's probably more yeah, on my psyche and less on the show. But, because <laughs> that was, like, the one that had, like, the, uh, the window oh. tapping and that freaked me uh. out. But, nah, Stephen King, oh. it, that second one, like, it definitely didn't, it was, I think, probably a good introduce, introduction to some horror for me, but, like, I didn't find it. No, no. And I think that's just practical effects are so much better. It's charming. It's, it's just like a refreshing. And I think that's Mm -hmm. what the show is encapsulated in a one word. I'd say it's refreshing. It's something different that I haven't seen done yet in this way. And I've never quite seen something like it that melds the contemporary with the old school, like in such a unique way. Before we head yeah. out, I'll uh, just yeah. give a re- chance for everyone to give me give us some closing thoughts. Um, what you're excited for, what you think is going to happen next episode, or if you want to just talk about Paul a little more, you're also welcome to do that. <laughs> oh my gosh, me and Paul. Uh, well, I will throw out the fact that I do also want to give massive kudos to both yeah. Paul Bettany and Elizabeth Olsen. I think they are doing exceptional work in this show. And I'm glad, like you were saying, it's kind of stepping into this humor place for them. Because both of them have had relatively serious yes. roles in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So to let them be fun and kind of have something more kitsch is what I've always wanted. And I'm really kind of hoping, like, 
I don't want it to go too fast, but I also am hoping maybe the next episode we get more and more of the outside of this town and kind of more into whether this is ex- an experiment, whether this is some form of like mm-hmm. keeping Wanda in a safe place to yes. avoid maybe some catastrophe. Like, I would love to see a little bit broader scope, which I think we're getting to. So I'm excited to see, you know, also too, if we do a little bit more of a time jump for into sure, a sure. newer type of television. Yeah, I am excited about basically the entire year um, of Marvel for 2021 because it's going to be pretty intense, honestly. Um, I think as of right now, we have uh, four movies and four TV shows that are supposed to come out this year for Marvel. Um, So that's what I'm excited about because after WandaVision, they're going to do Falcon and the Winter Soldier and Loki and Ms. Marvel so are all supposed to come out on Disney Plus this year. Oh, and gosh. they're going to do a Black Widow movie is going to come out. And The Eternals and Shang-Chi and The Legend of the Ten Rings and Spider-Man 3. So they're all coming out <gasps> oh, this yeah. year. So that's going to be, after not having anything for Marvel since like July of 2019, we're getting all the Marvel this year. So it's going to be yeah. relentless Marvel from like now until Christmas. So... And then Mandalorian it's season perfect. three comes out. So we're the good to whole go. time RuPaul is still <laughs> going on. Every <laughs> month of every season of the year. <laughs> oh, thank the Lord. I can't. Oh my God. Sometimes twice at a time. One I can't time. handle it. Two at one much. time. Uh, I was like, there's so many Queen's names and Marvel characters bopping around in my head. <laughs> I'm like, Bimini Bibby Bop. Is that. that- a bad Wanda guy in oh Marvel, my gosh. or is that a drag queen in the UK? Bimini Bamboo Lash. Yes, she is great. Um, anyways, that's another podcast. Um, but no, I, I agree with all you guys. Um, I I hope that next episode we just jump to a new era, just because I don't know that I need another 70s episode like we had the two of the other ones. I, I'm sorry. I know you love 70s, Paul, but um, I kind of hope we jump to... What are iconic 80s sitcoms? I don't even know. Happy Days? That was, was that, no, that was 70s yeah, I'm not too. sure. Ooh. But something like a Happy Days style would be cute, but I feel like that would be going back in time. Um, but we'll see what happens. Um, I... Well, they put out the cover art for the next episode, and uh, Agnes is I called clothes. it. Nice. Ooh. Yeah, we, we've got, like, Golden Girls. Full House did start in the Ooh. 80s. Uh, designing Women. Um, Facts of Life. Two dads. Two dads. Don't know what that one is. Just like never forget. If it becomes Golden Girls, though, I'm Golden Girls. Then that's gonna be lovely. (laughs) Um, and maybe Betty White will just make an appearance, just casually, as like a random old lady walking through, being confused. (laughs) That's a great question. When is Betty White entering the Marvel Cinematic Universe? I think she's going to live forever. She can't sign on to a ten-year contract. It's fine. Um. I'm not sure, but you know, Christian Bale just signed on to it, so that's pretty cool. What? Yeah, he's gonna be the uh, he'll be the villain in the uh, Thor four movie, uh, Thor Love and Thunder. Also, Oscar Isaac is going to be in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. If you know him, 
Yes. 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 As the head of his own show. CEO. Um, But yeah, I thank you so much for coming on today and kind of gushing about WandaVision with us. Uh, I think that the first two episodes, you know, uh, Lemongrass and I were a little skeptical, like, oh, these are short. They're not a lot happened. But I think we're ramping up to something really awesome and crazy and fun. Um, Hopefully, once the show is done, we can have you on for our recap and we'll see how much everything changed and if we were right about things um, who knows but yes. before we do leave i will just give everybody one last yes. chance to plug themselves um lemongrass we will start with you do you is there anything you would like to plug uh yes if you haven't already uh please subscribe to our podcast because flip and reverse it you never know when a new episode's coming, so you have to subscribe if you're going to get notified. Listen, we're not going to be consistent. You just have to subscribe. We won't be doing any extra work here, okay? Um, and Carissa, is there anything you would yes. like to plug? You certainly don't have to plug your personal social media. And if you, there's nothing you feel like sharing, then that's fine. You can just plug uh, whatever you'd like, your ears. Just let this all get to Paul Bettany. Let him know that he has a massive fan in Montana. So, yeah. And uh, have a great day. I'll plug that. Thank you for having me on. It was so much fun to chat with you guys about this and get some new, more exciting theories that are probably more correct. Um, Fact checker, though, you are a fan from Portland now, so... You you are... Look look out the window. It's an hour earlier there. (laughs) <laughs> is it raining? I don't know. I don't. I don't know if you guys have heard, but we're in a uh, pandemic. Yes. So I try not to leave my house. Excuse me. I, the corona will see me as she's passing by. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. Exactly. Makes it sound so biblical. <laughs> like the lamb's blood over my door keeps me safe it's one day fucked. more from the corona. Well, the only other thing I will plug is that, of course, I also have another podcast. It is called Before the Final Rose. It's a Bachelor Bachelorette podcast, so if you want to go check that out, you can follow that on Instagram. Also, make sure that you give this episode a five-star rating review. Um, tell us what your theories are. DM us, please. What do you think is going to happen? Do you have any crazy theories? We would love to hear them. Please talk to us. Um, and yeah, other than that, thank you all so much for hanging out with us today, and we will see you next time. Bye! All right, so that was our lovely chat with Carissa, and we we're so happy to have her on. Uh, obviously, the show is done now. And some of our theories held up pretty good, I think. Yeah, but the most important thing is we originally weren't going to air this episode, but then we thought to ourselves, why not? I mean, it's literally like the tag name of my Instagram, which you can follow me at, at ask underscore why underscore not, which is how you can follow me on Instagram. Where can they follow you, Jasmine? Uh, Well, you can follow me down the street to where I live. Um, don't do that. You don't like it when I do the, the creepy stalker references? No. Okay, fine. You can follow me online at Instagram at the real Jasmine Sherman. That was said like the oldest woman in the world. You can follow me on the internet. Look up my name. 
Um, you can also follow our podcast at Feel Good and Reverse It. I also have another podcast called the Before the Final Rose. Go follow that. Um, while you're at it, go follow my theater page, Miscast Productions. And you know what else? There's a show called the Untitled Zach Comedy Sketch Show that you can go watch as well. Listen, I am a content-creating little machine. Yeah. Yeah. So those are all the things that you can do. Yeah. So if you haven't already, please subscribe to Flip It and Reverse It yeah. because you just never know when the next episode's going to come gotta out. You got to subscribe or you literally will never know because we we don't do a lot. And just like when you randomly get presents in the mail, one of the best things that you can get is a push notification on your phone that a new Flip It and Reverse It episode has come out. Yeah. I want to push you around. And I will. And I will. And we'll see you next time. Bye.